Listener Production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One... Tia Hitch, Tia Hitch, Tia Hitch. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I did once, but it's stung. <laughs> so I stopped doing it. No, it's hello. Tia Rich. Oh, where's that from? Uh, it's Irish Gaelic. Uh-huh. So, we're huge. We got a huge amount of podcasters in Ireland. Yes. I'm uh, not sure how many of them speak Gaelic. Maybe they can give seventy percent. <laughs> um, it's amazing you got those stats on hand. Um, I'm, they, I'm, I'm the stats man. <laughs> the hard yakkers. <laughs> <laughs> People can um, compliment my uh, my pronunciation <laughs> okay. at hamishnady.com. We'll wrap that up. Criticism <laughs> not allowed. Criticism uh, can be submitted at another website. We'll do you later on in the podcast <laughs> if we have time. Um, hey, what a show, Ando. Well, Kelly Slater's coming up. Kay Slay is no one's ever caught him paddling before. into the lineup of phone calls. <laughs> Will he catch the right wave onto the phone? Yes. The, why are we using such cool terminology? Well, we're being two feet tonies. We're having a go about surfing and we're writing a song at the moment. Uh, which is about learning how to surf. Yes. Uh, we've been running it past world champions, helping get their input on areas to cover that we should address as a beginner. And there's no greater surfing legend than Kelly Slater coming up a little later on. But hey, oh, before oh, it. After we speak to Kelly, mm. are we done? Yeah. We've had Mick Fanning, we've had Lane Beach, we've had Kelly Slater. Any <laughs> more questions we have about surfing, like shame on us for not bringing them up. Like if you can't think of enough yep. areas to be covered. But I've got, okay. a, I've got a few ones... In, Knowing that today might be the last day we can uh, ask questions of surfers before we have to start writing the lyrics. You had a few worries that I have that I want to bounce off old Kelly. Because we are, again, writing this from the perspective of young men, middle-aged men, uh, hopefully encapsulating a feeling out there of people going, it's not too late to learn how to surf, but I've got a lot of worries about my body, about the etiquette, my, you know, cold. Where do you start? Where do you start? Mm. Seems like such a huge barrier to entry. If you want to start jogging, get some sneaks. Surfing, not the same thing. This song will be... A hit? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but also instructional. It's very rare to have a hit as well as instructional. That's true. Not since it? that kid did the once I was well, eight years the, old or whatever. Yeah. That was, <laughs> that was instructional. Well, that was actually autobiographical. Really, so the Macarena. True. The Macarena was the last <laughs> yeah, that's hit. Because any song that describes how you do the dance is both instructional <laughs> and the hit. That's true. If there's any, if we've missed any, hit us up at amy.com. <laughs> For both an instruction, instructional and a hit song. And I want to finish today's show mm. with a proposition to you that's going to see us maybe flying one of our valued and important podcasters interstate yep. to do something incredible with them. Right. The reason I bring them up is because we got, we're getting to the stage now, we're getting so many terrific submissions through people at hamishandy.com. Mm. Uh, listing their their attributes, listing their details, yep. uh, things they're great at, uh, reasons we might want to have them on the podcast. Yep. It's a huge treasure trove for us of data that we we certainly respect. Jack doesn't. Jack sells it. Um, <laughs> we certainly respect the data. Utmost respect. Uh, I've this week going through them. I've begun to keep a list hmm. of of special special skills people list that catch my eye yeah, uh, for good reason. For great for great reason, but I. I wonder where we're drawing the bar here for special skill. Like, how okay. special does a talent have to be yep. to be a special skill? For example, yep. can plug a USB in the right, right way around almost every time. <laughs> no, no, no. That's <laughs> that, not a special skill. Is that worth it's getting a- someone in to go, all right, here's the USB, <laughs> here's a computer, we've got you a, we've got you a symmetrical thumb yep. drive, there's yep. no way to know if it's up or down. Yep. Have a go if you get 8 out of 10. Yeah. 
No. You know, we'll give you a napkin. No. Uh, can know if pasta is al dente? Like without, I assume without touching it. It's all it's said on the form. This is so a different person. So it's in a pot. Boiling. And you've just gone, all right, that's eight minutes. No, no, but I'd assume that. You yeah, can't you can't use, use a timer. Time. You just vibe out if it's so al dente. You can, they, can, they can stroll up to a pot. Yep. They can, we would just, if we were going to do this. Yep. We would have a pot of pasta boiling. You get one scoop in. No, th- th- are they allowed to scoop? No, no, you go now and you use a fork to get it out and we go, right, that's overcooked or that's too al dente or we give them the win. All right, I thought they'd have to spot it in the pot. No, they just have to know because I think for a lot of people they just go, oh, you can easily spot it in the pot yeah. by the bend of the, the fettuccine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you reckon that's easy. Sorry, guys, we'll take this off here. Um, <laughs> yeah, this no, is what no, I want to do. I'm going to run through these lists okay, and see how special you think they are. Okay. Um, Here's, here's something. Can do a Russian jig very well at any time. People often put in at <laughs> any time yeah. on the end of their skill, and I think it's a giveaway that they know their skill's not great. Because <laughs> we've had, you know, same with the guy Sam was in here the other week sleeping. Yeah. We've all sleep at any time. Yeah, but I think that's what made the sleep That was impressive. interesting. But go, can do go, a Russian <laughs> jig well at any time. You well, not at any time. Exactly. Not if you're in a torture rack, <laughs> for example, which is no, the first I- thing I thought of putting him in. <laughs> No, I agree. I don't think. Yeah, it doesn't qualify for because the, the actual. I just think fact off- about the actual fact about the sleeper was it was amazing that he could do it at any time. You're right. If you've got a skill, you know, like I could juggle at any time. It's like, yeah, doesn't matter, mate. Yeah. it's the juggling that's the important. That's part. it. Yeah, I, 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 it's always a bit of a red flag when yeah. I see the at any no, time. Not good enough. Uh, tell me if you've been interested in talking to this guy. Uh, special skill: self-producing adrenaline. Okay. So I guess he's saying he can produce adrenaline when there's nothing exciting happening or no or reason. To have to have adrenaline be produced, tough thing for it's us. It's so there. tough to test because we just go, you fire it up, and you can say yes. <laughs> I know. I like, are you really though? Like, we have to get take blood, test it, so then get him to self produce. Yeah, then no. see if he's got a higher adrenaline count. Yeah, too hard. A lot of the time, and I, we can't throw stones here because you know you and I don't have any particular special skills. But a lot of the time, people will like will kind of like bevel the special skill or have a bit of a disclaimer in there. Mm. Can accurately guess breeds of dogs, even when they're mixed, quite well. So a lot of people yeah. leave the door open to getting one or two wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And again, yeah. that just makes me go, well, we, we need people that have absolutes. Yes. We need people that have like... Because ab- we can't come in and test him because it's so underwhelming if mm. we're like, oh, he did that pretty well. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did say well. quite well. <laughs> so I've met your expectations. And yeah. I know the temptation is in there to go, I'll just I'll just, just fluff it down a little bit. I'll, yeah. I'll add a bit of error in there. Don't be humble. Is what this guy's say. definitely lying. I can impersonate anyone ever. Like 100%, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 100% a lie. A lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, this I'm interested in. Okay. Earmark this for future weeks. If we're light on next week, let's mm. get this guy back. We're never light on, but yeah. We're never light on. But I mean, I know we've got yeah. such a full show today. Uh, Daniel from the UK. Mm. Special skill. This quite, it's quite our eye because I think it's something you and I probably think we're okay at too. Can throw and catch non-traditional throwing and catching items with ease. That's interesting. So I think what he's saying there is, okay, there's oh. a salt and pepper shaker over there yeah. or there's a shoe yeah. or, uh, hey, mate, chuck us that box of nails. Yep. Uh, these are all non-traditional throwing right. and catching items. Yep. He doesn't do shy away. The In fact, or the throwing? He doesn't shy away from the – in fact, I think he thrives on these – Yep. Moments where he can throw and catch something that you wouldn't normally throw and catch. Like Chuck's that computer monitor. Yeah. No worries. But what what do you reckon's harder, the throwing or the catching? Throwing. Right. Because if you 
if you drop, you can't, you know, if you drop a, if you drop, if I threw your computer monitor, yeah. if the throw wasn't good, yeah. you're not expected to catch it. Yep. The throw has to be good. It's the first part of the equation. The throw is a huge responsibility on you if you're throwing a computer monitor to someone. Yep. When you do that, to, to, to provide them with the right amount of arc and the right amount of timing for them to set themselves yep. and catch the difficult thing that's being thrown. That's yep. the pressure's on you. If you well, can't get the throw right, yep. there's no expectation for someone to get the catch right. If they do... Fantastic, but we're not getting this guy in. Yeah. Well, he's in the UK. Well, we? <laughs> but I can tell you, tell you this right now: we're not getting him in because all the things you listed, I went, yeah, I could probably throw and catch that. Well, he he hasn't listed those. I'm making up I know, imaginary like, ones. I know, but name like try and list a bunch of other things. We, we're probably not going to. You're not going to say something that I'm like going to go. Ooh, imagine throwing or catching that nunchucks. <laughs> well, yeah, you could probably throw and chuck or, or catch that. <laughs> like, you could throw them. Yeah, you could throw them, but because they're spinning around, it would have yeah. an odd. Would you try catching by the chain or would you go for a handle? Oh, just throw the hands out there and hope for the best, I think. Okay. <laughs> Not as confident as you initially were. <laughs> hey, last year, mm-hmm. my dad came up to me and I saw him dab. Remember I told you oh, that I saw yeah, my dad? Yeah, yeah, dab, dab. <laughs> He's now 70 and yep. he did a dab and said, all the kids are doing it. And I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And then I asked you whether you'd ever dabbed. Yeah. And you hadn't dabbed. And either a Jack, either though we were suspicious that he had. Well, you had a dab off. Yes. This is back around the radio show. Yep. Jack's dabbing skill seemed a little too polished yes. for someone <laughs> that he, we got hustled. Yep. Uh, like the film White Man Can't Dab. <laughs> and then we realized, okay, this guy's, he probably is teaching dabbing to underprivileged kids on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, and yep. he knows how to dab. Yeah. So he smoked us with the dab. Uh, catching up with the family on the weekend. Oh, what's the new dab? When Dad said, oh, all the kids are doing this dance. Oh, what is it? And I said, what's the new dance? Yes, I don't think there's a name for it. They haven't seen... A lot of a lot of them are calling it the backpack dance. I then was watching some sport and saw people in the background doing it at the cricket. Like, as a guy ran into bowl, they knew that they were on screen and they were doing it. And then I saw it at the Commonwealth Games a few weeks ago. I was like, people, oh. people are backpack dancing. People are doing this dance. Now, you might have seen it. It's where, I haven't tried it, but it's where your arms go out one way and then they come out behind you and there's, and like one arm goes behind your back. Oh, yeah, yeah, You've yeah. You've seen yeah. that. I've yeah. seen that dance. Why and is it the backpack dance? I think originally the kid that did it was had in a the, backpack. Had his backpack on. Yeah. So I don't know whether there's another name for it. Um, we can try and work that out. But I just wanted to ask either of you, have you attempted the backpack? Dance? I mean, you know, no chance for me. <laughs> I know, but for Jack, I bet he's done. I haven't, I haven't, and oh, I, I haven't. Has. All I can say is the truth. We'd love to hear it. <laughs> I haven't done it. You haven't done it. I haven't done it. You've done something similar, though, haven't you? Why are you so confident? No, why are you so confident? I, I'm not. I am. I'm very terrified of this. <laughs> doesn't guys? He doesn't we're seem terrified. Played. We're he's, being, he's played. being played. Again I don't know how, but uh, we're being hustled. I haven't done it. I have heard. I think I've heard it called the SpongeBob dance. Maybe he did it on SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Sponge okay. SpongeBob. So SpongeBob dance. Mm. Okay. So let. What do we want to call it? SpongeBob. Well, what's going to be our reference? Because I, I smell. I smell a test coming up. Okay. Uh, exhibit A, B, and C. Exactly. But who do we watch to get the reference here? Well, I was asking the producers out here because I wanted to get some exciting music lined up for when we do the test. Yeah. And they said apparently this kid with a backpack on with Katy Perry made it famous. So should we watch yeah. that kid yeah, now maybe. in a small yeah, break? Great idea. We all watch the kid. Like I mean, do, do our producers know this dance? Is everyone listening? Do you, do you guys aware of this dance? Yeah, they're all having yeah. a nod. But is it, and we don't know the name, do we? No, no one's helping us out with the name. Okay, so. 
why don't we have a break, a small intermission here where the three of us, no practice, but get to watch this kid do it. And then we'll come back and have a contest. Matt, Luke Kidgel's out here, great podcast themselves. He's doing it. He's younger. He's a lot younger than us. Yes, he's doing it. He's yeah. He like he's he's like our he's like our link to the like the, that the early twenties set. Yeah. He knows it. Yeah, yeah. he's doing. Oh, it. I can kid. see him miming it out there. Yeah. Well, Luke, it's primary school kids that my dad was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've already got a link to the younger the younger generation so, through primary school. <laughs> so we watch we'll watch this once. Yeah, and then um, we'll pick an order. And uh, should we let Mike be the judge? He's, yeah. Is he our youngest member of the team? Yeah, Radio Mike. Yeah, Mike. He also got a half scholarship for singing at school. <laughs> yeah. He understands about the pressures Perform- of performing because he had to do school choir on a half scholarship. <laughs> so he knows what it's like to step up to the plate and having, having told a room, I'm worth it. Okay, we're back. We've watched um, the kid with Katy Perry do the dance. I've forgotten the dance. Well, you've been. Over I know there. the gist. I know the gist, but yeah. I can't remember. What's the gist? Well, because your arms are straight. Just to, to be able to describe yep. this to people who aren't who haven't googled it yep. since we mentioned the backpack dance. One arm sort of goes behind you. Your arms are sort of on a rocker system. Yes, straight down by your side. One arm goes behind you. Then it comes out the front. And then I think both would travel across the front and then on the coming back, the opposite arm goes behind. Yeah, that's what I was just trying to get. So they're out the front for a bit together. I think Because otherwise it can't just be back. Yeah. It's very confusing to even describe to people that I'm just going to... I think people know the dance. I'm going to clear my head and just let the music take over. That's what I, my, that, my um, approach to it was going to be don't think about it too much. Because get get in a flow state. It, yeah, flow get in a flow state. We welcome Mike in. Ready, hey Mike. Guys, thanks for having me. Beautiful voice. That's the kind of voice that I would give a half scholarship. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't let him have free tuition, but I'd let him, I'd let him sit through geography and not pay for half the class. <laughs> Mike, could yeah. you just be, just so we can get into the zone here, could you please sing Ave Maria? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, not anymore, guys. <laughs> okay, fair not enough. on scholarship anymore. Okay, yeah, fair enough, Mike. He, he will sing if you pay for half. He will literally tuition. sing for his supper. Um, guys, who should go first? Probably uh, Andy. Jack, do you Andy brought it up. He's, he, yep. Andy, are you going to go first? I want a chance to... Because you want to watch us. I want to watch you guys. I now want to watch you. Yep. Uh, okay. Um, Is there any music that goes with it? I've... I've built a bit of an exciting package for us heading into each individual dance. Not okay. that exciting. <laughs> I've overcalled it, but um, all right. So the up. dancing area is Just near here. the recycle bin. Yeah, far yeah, enough. Please clear the dance zone. Calling Andy Lee to the dance zone. That's Andy Lee to the dance, dance zone. zone. Makes us dance sound like we're video loaded. game parlor. Dancer ready. Andy Lee, prepare to dance in three, two, one. Go. Oh, where's oh that left arm going? He's hit the blinds. Oh, no, he's come off the track. No, no your arms no. clogged into each other. Okay, that's <laughs> huh. no, terrible. I, it, it, well, hey, before you say it was terrible. Mate, I, you look like a puppet, and the puppeteer was being stung on the hand by a bee while he was doing the show, and so suddenly your arms and legs are going everywhere, and all the kids are screaming, going, what's wrong with the puppet? All right, Jack then. You may look like someone asked you to do the dance but do a terrible version of it. And then <laughs> and then when you did it, they would go like, oh, you do it, but not that bad. Like, make okay. it a little bit It, it actually looks like you've, bet, you've bet on yourself on some sort of overseas betting site and you were, you're throwing this competition. Did I, did I start well? I don't think so. I'd have to look felt, at it again. I felt confident early, but not even. Okay. Uh, Jack, fire it off. 
Please clear the dance zone. Calling Jack Pose to the dance zone. What's the blind behind you, Jacko? Jack Pose to the dance zone. Dance zone locked and loaded. Dancer ready. Jack Pose, prepare to dance in three, two, one. Don't overthink it. <laughs> <laughs> He's overthought it. He's overthought it. I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> Did you? Wow. Wow. What? Okay, whose was worse? Well, that's a really great question, I mean, Andy. we don't actually... Mike, don't, you're the, you're don't, the judge. Don't, don't judge yet. Don't, don't judge yet. Okay. I'm now realising the things the things that I... I mean, because, yeah, Jack, you're really struggling to know what arm goes where at what point. I imagine... After doing it, what I imagine, it's a bit like tap your head and rub your belly at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. A lot Maybe harder some, than it looks. A lot harder than it looks. Because, like, when I watched the video before with Katy Perry, <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, don't... You know, mentally, I was like, don't say this out loud. Don't let the bo- other boys know, like, all your tricks you're thinking of now. <laughs> Like, don't give away your cheats. You know my cheats where I was like, right, once you get up to full speed, keep that head steady. (laughs) (laughs) And and Ando and I, I don't think we even got... No, you didn't even get one bit of rhythm. Like, now it seems it's impossible to get the arms right. I feel like we got a half each, perhaps. Like, the first swing out, maybe... So I'm basically. Uh, <laughs> Dick Van Dyke did that at Mary Poppins. <laughs> like, the like, swing out. The swing out of the arms is like when Scooby Doo's about to take off yeah, and yeah. run away. So um, like I'm going, I'm like I'm turning up to go karting, but with like Schumacher level tips in my head. But yeah. I don't even know if I would fit in the car. Uh, Hayne, are you more confident or less confident having seen Jack and I? It well, feels, what I it should, sounds like you're less confident. What I have to do here now yeah. is simply get round the course. Yep. You guys have both fallen over and yeah. spun yep. off. That's yep. true. I could just do it very slowly and I'd could, have to technically yeah. get the win. Can I change <laughs> what Mike's job is? Can it not be to judge who's the best, <laughs> but simply to point out who's the worst? <laughs> Makes my job even easier. I just have to hurdle one of your corpses. <laughs> what do you reckon? <laughs> what do you... I don't have to jump over both dead bodies. I just must not be the last dead man. Do we all like... That's in the spirit yeah. of this show. Well, Ando, yeah, I want either you or I to beat Jack yeah. for last time for yeah. the when you stitch us up and you hustled us with, with the, the dab. dab. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go do for it. it. <laughs> Good luck, Ham. Please clear the dance zone. Calling Hamish Blake to the dance zone. That's Hamish Blake to the dance zone. I guess dance zone I locked the dance and loaded. Dance zone ready. <laughs> Hamish Blake, better dance in three, two, one. It's extremely slow. <laughs> No, you're out, man. That's it. Yeah, you're finished. Your time's finished. Yeah, your time's finished. That's the hard one. Coming back across the Okay, go take a seat. Go take a seat. Okay, okay. How I would best describe what Hamish did there was he did a lot of just swing your arms out the front and every now and again throw one out the back. What happened was Hamish tried to trick (laughs) the judge. He tried to trick the judge judge by doing good swinging out the front. Yeah, and so he he did. Don't tell the judge if he was tricked or not. He did three of those, and everyone's like, oh, he's doing it. And then we realised... No, like, put some out the back. Put some out the back. Well, I was only doing it because the, the Katy Perry kid, his effect was start slow, yep. build up to a crescendo. Mm. Yeah. I was hoping that by maybe starting slow is a bit of a trick, like you're getting warmed up mm. into it, and then I mentally cued my body. To- Once I'd started so I'd be like, right now, do it. Yeah. And it <laughs> failed me. <laughs> failed me on the day. 
Um, okay. Also, my shoulder. I was worried about my shoulder going into that, and I had I have impinged it slightly. Oh, classic. It's the same with the band. I didn't say oh, it beforehand. I, I just sore knee. Yeah, exactly. I'm coming off afterwards. Going. <laughs> exactly. You're lucky. I've. You're really lucky. I still was able to drum with that paper round injury on my knee. <laughs> um, Mike. Yes. You got the hardest job in showbiz right now. Yes. Which of those th- three turds smells the worst? <laughs> <laughs> all right. They're all pretty bad. We know. But. Yeah, I think Jax was the worst. He barely, yes! he barely even attempted, to be honest. Yeah, that was the thing about Jax. It was actually his confidence, wasn't it? He like, had to go, yeah. and then he sulked off like a kid that couldn't hit the ball. <laughs> he was like, oh, I don't even want to play anymore. Never uh, stop believing in yourself, Jack, <laughs> yeah. even in the face of overwhelming evidence that you're terrible. Like I, we I, thought, I actually thought it was bad practice that Andy stuffed his up and then tried again. So I, I had the thought in my head, I'm not going to disgrace myself. <laughs> So I stuffed out the first time. <laughs> Do the honourable thing. I, I walked back. Do the honourable thing. <laughs> you know, well, so, it's cost you. so it's you've cost lost the competition, but in your mind, you've kept the post family name clean, whereas Andy has disgraced yeah. the Lee clan. I played, I played by what I thought were the rules. <laughs> Hey, we've had a lot of big guests on the podcast over the years, but we love chatting to this guy, particularly at the moment because we're working on a, sur- a Learn to Surf song. Yep. He joins us from somewhere in the world. Kelly Slater, thanks for taking the call. You guys just want to get driving lessons off me, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> we're a long way from that, Kelly. Uh, that uh, would presume that we're in the wetsuit, we're in the water, we're on our boards, and I we're think, ready to take instruction. I think uh, Kelly's referring to uh, beating oh, us at uh, the Celebrity Grand Prix, my yeah, friend. you're right. My mistake. He was. You did finish ahead of us. I thought driving lessons was surfing slang for like <laughs> oh, learning well, how to... Oh, to forget that. You've that memory down. I honestly, thought, down. I honestly thought we were doing surfing lingo. Go, and I tried to play along going, that's what we call it, isn't it? When you take someone in the surf, teach them how to drive out there. Because you're like, you got thrusters on your board, so I suppose you can drive a board. Kelly. That's, uh, how, that's, how, that's the level we're at, Kelly, with our Learn to Surf song. Um, before we get to it, whereabouts are you in the world? Yeah, right? I, I got to go. <laughs> Where are you in the world? I'm in Central California right now. Lovely place Central California. I'm, I'm with an Aussie you guys made now. Oh, who's that? Adam Scott. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, I mean, you're a very good golfer. Adam's here surfing with me at our surf ranch. How long's Adam been surfing for? Gosh, I don't know. A long time since I've met him. I mean, at least 10 years. So here's the thing. We are, you know, nearing middle-aged men, and yeah. we have never surfed before, and uh, we'd like to surf. I Well, actually, correction. I took a, one of those big foam boards out in Byron Bay. Didn't do the lesson. But I waited out with it. I was staying at a hotel that had them, and I cut my foot on the way out. <laughs> cut it quite badly. I didn't realize how badly I cut it, but as I was sort of paddling, I, I was sort of trying to get up on the board. I looked down, there was blood everywhere, and then I had to get out of the water because there are some sharks around Byron Bay. Got out of the water, and my wife said, what happened? I pointed down to my foot. Like, flesh was pouring out of the toe. I had to get yep. stitched up. This is an old debate we've had on the show, Kelly, but maybe you could clear this up. Is that a surfing injury that I got? <laughs> wow. Is your show called Comedy of Errors? <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, I had a surfboard. I keep saying to Hamish he can't say he's had a surfing injury. I don't think it's a wading injury. I think it was technically a surfing injury. That's like saying, like, uh, this one day I went surfing and then, like, a few hours later I got injured. Was it a surfing injury? <laughs> I got a, really connected. I got a blister <laughs> carrying my board back to the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Kelly, I want to talk about this this ranch. It seems amazing to me. From from what I can gather, you guys have been managed to create the perfect 
wave. Uh, the people can go and surf. Hayne was trying to explain it to me. Well, we started this project in about 2005. We were trying to come up with the with this idea of the technology and then sort of like have someone else uh, pay yep. for it. And no one wanted to do that, so we had to figure out how to raise the money yeah, ourselves, um, find the property, kind of put the expertise in that we knew, and and build it. Amazing. And can anyone go? What's the, what's the idea for it? Can anyone go and 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 obviously you've created perfect waves on a lake. Uh, yes, we have. Now they they are renting it out this year. Last year it was all by invite only. Uh, it's really fun. We surfed all day today. Yeah, Amazing. it's awesome. Can you change the size of the wave, like? Like, could you go a little baby one if Hamish and I, because we're thinking about learning to surf, would it be the place to come and learn or do you need to be slightly better? Yeah, no, you, the idea with this was we wanted to make a big wave. So just getting back on the technology for a second, yeah. what I wanted to do was create a wave that looked like nothing else. It looked like something in nature, but like nothing else someone had built before. So I didn't want this sort of puny little wave. You know, mm. we wanted it to look and ride and feel like the real thing speed wise and shape wise and everything. So we designed the, we designed it around that. Yeah. Cool. But we can tone it back. We just wanted to, we want to, we show everybody the bigger ways, but we can make it, you know, half the size or yeah, whatever. Right. I mean, it doesn't have the scale s- back from there. It doesn't have the same ring to it. If it's like Kelly Slater's ripple park. Go for the big wave. <laughs> well, Kelly, thank you because we, we've been trying to, we, we think there's a gap in the market for surf songs. Obviously the beach boys were doing a hell of a lot of it back in the day. Um, but there hasn't been a mainstream learn to surf song yeah. ever in our mind. And that's what we've been working Working through Mick Fanning's come on, Lane Beachley. Basically, they've been giving us a few ideas of what you need to know when you're starting out. Just addressing a few of our concerns, uh, a few of the barriers to entry. Because mm. I think if we, like, we're understanding, like, what a lineup is, and now we're getting a little bit kind of, you know, we know Lane said you're allowed to drive to the beach with your lower half of your wetsuit on and you could just zip it up after you get out of the car mm. like that wasn't frowned upon. Just a few little bits yeah. and pieces like that, the etiquette around surfing. Yeah, you can do that. Um, Ando, do you have a question? Yeah, I've got one. When, when you've finished surfing, yeah. like for the day, oh, yeah. um, I like washing all the sand off my feet, making sure it's like all <laughs> off my feet before I get back in my car. Would that be considered uncool as a surfer? No, I don't like having sand on my feet either. I was just thinking, though, while you're at it, like I haven't heard a mainstream sort of hit about like washing your rugby football like after you're done or anything either. That would be a... <laughs> Probably a big hit as well. <laughs> that's true. Ball maintenance. Ball maintenance doesn't feature <laughs> as a lyric in too many of the top 100 songs. That's true. It could be a follow-up here. Uh, yeah. okay, there's a serious question here. I mean, um, I'm looking at obscure hits here, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if we can crack the market over, like, the niche things to do around certain sports, <laughs> this could be our first song. Um What's a good snack for surfing? Uh, I mean, can you surf on a full tummy? You are lying on your tummy a lot. How how long should one wait after having a roast meal? Like if you go for an afternoon <laughs> surf, what's the what's the food and surfing rules? I think it's an old wives' tale where you're not supposed to swim within a half an hour of eating. But I, I mean, a good surf snack might be a surfer's leg for a shark. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. That's true. Right? Can you take snacks yeah. out in your wetsuit, like a waterproof chocolate? Or we actually did that once. We had some little bar. We out. I was out surfing with five other friends. There were six of us out there, and the waves were really big. We're in Hawaii. We're surfing at least about a half mile out to sea, and you know, it was like probably thirty foot face waves. And uh, it's a nice sunny day, and it was all kind of like we, the waves are sort of somewhat predictable. All kind of breaking in the same spot, and then. My friend took out this little snack bar, and we all are kind of sharing it around. 
And of course, the biggest set of the day comes six waves that were probably a thirty-five foot face uh, broke right in front of us while we're trying to eat, have a little snack. Paul, so kind of so don't, our meal. don't have a snack because you could miss a killer wave. Yeah, that yeah. could be a lyric. Or, or you know, if you if like if you're surfing, you really got to go to the bathroom. You know, you pull your trunks down and, and uh, go to the bathroom. You're sure to get caught inside by a big set. Then also. right, okay. Yeah, so okay. just yeah, hold on, like curb your human instincts. <laughs> Because the ocean knows. <laughs> that's a great. That's a great line for the uh, yeah. song. Yeah, um, it sounds great. It really sounds great, you guys. <laughs> hey, one question: Is there a color that your wetsuit suit should or shouldn't be, or is there kind of stickers on your board you should and shouldn't have? Yeah, good. Well, we always end up going back to sharks, but the the the, the color is supposedly not to have your surfboard is yellow, right. and Mick Fanning's board was yellow when he got. Uh, got when had a little trouble with the shark. Had a business shark. business disagreement with a shark. <laughs> <Yeah>. A little <laughs> professional yeah. professional altercation. Both trying to do their job in the water. Clearly, the shark wanted that next set. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Well, the shark's doing its job. Mick's doing his job. Just a little business disagreement. Yeah. Uh, I've got a. Andy's had shoulder surgery. I have a bad shoulder. Is surfing difficult on the shoulders? Is it a good exercise to do with a with a bad shoulder? What's the What's the impact on a shoulder like for surfing? My shoulders are pretty screwed. I don't know. Well, both my shoulders hurt when I paddle a lot. Ah, so you fought through it. I mean, Just get world's... surgery before you ever get injured, so you kind of pay it forward. That's a great lyric. Oh, thank you very be much. Sure, be sure to yeah. get surgery before you get going. I think we might have the background rap leading into chorus one. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Slater, thank you very much for joining us, mate. Uh, we appreciate the time. Well great. done with the surf ranch. That's uh, incredible. Mate, so cool. And if we get up and surfing, we'll, we'll, we'll be sure to, to rent out the ranch at, at mate's rates, we hope. We'll give uh, you some driving lessons, huh, <laughs> on the old uh, board, as we always say as surfers. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, buddy. Thanks, Good mate. Good to talk to you guys. It's been a while. Cheers. Thanks. And keep it up. Bye. And uh, Sonny's fourth birthday coming up in a couple of weeks. Yes. No bad week's time. Uh, you might remember last year the birthday cake situation. Yeah, you promised to get a build, a cake, mm-hmm. with had, which had a hinge, an Ed- edible hinge at the back. Um, a Mack truck. Yes. Mack from Disney's Cars. Yep. The hinge, the back of the trailer would go down uh, using all edible substances, yep. an edible hinge. Yep. There would be a toy inside of Lightning McQueen. Mm. You were there, Andy. You were at Sonny's third birthday party. You saw the unveiling. You saw the hinge go down. And I ate it. <laughs> you, you ate some of the hinge. <laughs> it was, yep. I don't want to get into the specifics of it exactly, but it was hard icing, some salada, yeah. uh, a... I think a pretzel was used as an axle. It yep. was all edible. Not delicious. Never no, promised it would be. No. You could just eat it yep. and you wouldn't get sick. Yes. You saw the look on Sonny's face as that hinge came down. As that hinge operated. Yes. He couldn't believe it. Yep. He was saying edible think, hinge a I, lot. Yeah, yeah. He was saying edible hinge a lot. I'm not sure if he understood the gravity of Still what talks you'd... about the head, edible hinge. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well. So obviously, uh, with the fourth birthday party coming up, mm. I would have assumed 100% I'll be doing the cake. Oh well, I thought take a year off. Take, I thought, no, I have taken a year off. I've never I haven't made a cake since. I come out of retirement every year. I'm going again, baby. Yeah, what are you gonna make? Wait till you hear this. Mm. I floated the idea past Sonny last night. Mm. I've been trying to get him to nail down a theme because I can't make the cake until he gives me a solid lead on a theme. Yep. And it's kind of bounces around a little bit. For a while it was gonna be space themed, but Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. very, very big in our house. Uh and 
I was a, it was a hunch we were heading towards a Ghostbusters cake. So in my head, I'm thinking, okay, mm-hmm. I can probably do the Ecto-1, which is the car the <laughs> Ghostbusters drive around. Pretty similar to making Mac. Don't, it's a car. It's another car. Yeah, but and was... maybe the back of Ecto-1 comes down and that's got an edible hinge and their Ghostbusting packs, the Proton packs are in the back. Yeah. But I just felt like, you know what, I'm an artist and I want to push myself. Yeah. I don't want to just do a re. I don't want the, my second album to just be a bit yeah. of a rejigged first album. Yes. It's never going to have the same effect. Yeah. But Ecto One was being thrown around as a bit for the cake. Then last night, I think I landed on, I landed on the the, the money shot because I was like, if for people that remember last year's debacle, Zoe got another cake yes. organised as the backup cake because yes. there was no, there wasn't full trust in me to be able to deliver rightly, the match truck. R- rightly so. I was thinking to myself, all right, Slimer is a big mm. Sonny's into Slimer. He's a big character in the Ghostbusters movie. He's sort of the friendly ghost that hangs out at the fire station with the Ghostbusters. Could I do a Slimer? Not very hard. It's just a bunch of blobs, you know. Yeah. It's just a bunch. It's actually probably just, I'm going to say, giant cake, meat, big cake, small cake, yep. stacked on top of each other, yeah. add a few more cake shapes around the edges, round it out. Ice him up. And then you get that butter icing, yep. that buttermilk icing, make it green, slap it all over him. You kind of can just shape the shape him like that. So I was telling Sonny, what if I made you a Slimer cake? And he went, oh, that would be awesome. But I, as an artist... Want to push myself. So (laughs) I was saying, because in my head I was like, why? There's no trick to that. That's just a blob of cake. Yeah. That's too easy. After I've come off such a great cake last year, this could be, I know it's what he wants, but how can I jazz it up? So then the thought occurred to me. Yep. Mate, you're not releasing the iPhone. We don't need this big amount of PA. We'll just. One more thing. This isn't just a Slimer cake. There's a lever in the back of Slimer's head that when you press it, green cream spews out his mouth. Because what I'm going to do, you know those, uh, like the soda stream bulb, like yeah. the the cream, high-pressure cream yes. shooters that they have, sometimes you see them at restaurants or on MasterChef. Yep. It looks like a little coffee pot yep. that's pressurized and it, yep. like cream comes out of it. I jam that up the guts of Slimer. I build the whole cake around him just so the nozzle's at his mouth. Yep. The kids come past for their first bit with their plate and he just vomits green cream into their into their dish. How do you make the green green the cream? You when you're putting the cream in, you colour it green. I know, but those canisters, I think pressurized, what, they they come. Don't they come? Uh, no, no. So them? you can make your own creme fraiche. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I believe put it in a machine that then you just put the little CO two bulb in. Ah, right. So it, that's the pressurized bit. Sure. So I can make up my own green creme fraiche. Yep. And so you're going to serve kids just cream for the, the first one? No, no. That's they walk past. Yeah. Slimer spews a layer of cream into each of their bowls. Yeah. Then we cut Slimer up, and you come back around for the cake on the cream. Okay. After that, so Sunny go. So I explain this to Sunny. like, what about? Yeah. Slimer spews slime, yeah. green cream in everyone's bowls, and Sunny goes, "That's awesome. Yeah. Does Slimer really spew slime?" <laughs> and I went, no. "Yes, he does. No, it doesn't. He does." So don't tell Sonny. Sonny doesn't know what Simon does. He's never seen the film. He just understands the characters. Yeah, well, this would be like... So when, when you you're there, up, don't like... you tell Sonny no. that Slimer's slime is actually just residual slime off yeah. his body. He doesn't actually have the power to spew slime that's not his but power. This might be when you, like when you grew up and found out your dad didn't play cricket for Victoria. <laughs> baseball. <laughs> baseball. He just had a baseball club and he lived in Victoria. <laughs> It's easy as a child to conflagrate those two facts. (laughs) 
Hey, before we move on, mm-hmm. we need to clear something up. Uh, we put a call out for people to make uh, songs that are no more than 10 or 15 seconds. Yep. Uh, people might have been wondering what's been happening with this because it's been a few apps since we mentioned it. Yeah. The idea was we could then run the podcast like it was the radio show if you missed that format yeah. and we could actually have songs in between what we're talking about. A lot of people have used this opportunity to send in yep. their bands. Like They accidentally thought we were doing Unearthed. We're not, we're not doing <laughs> they basically thought we were doing Triple J's yeah. Unearthed. Yep. S- apologies for the miscommunication. No, no, no. We don't not know about songs. Like We don't need to know about more songs. So if your band's called Sharpen Axes yeah. or... You know, the wild thing, Dave and the wild thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, we don't really, we love your band. Love them. But we and, don't and like, care for them here. I mean, it's awesome that you guys got offered a bigger stage at next year's Surf Coast Festival or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And it's awesome to hear you doing well. That's not what we we're going for. <laughs> <laughs> what we're after is shorter songs, purpose built. Purpose built for um, the show. This is an example of one that's come in that yeah. w- would work. When you hear the ding, it means it's time to sing. Come and join along in this transitional song at the Hey Mission and Me Show podcast. Hey Mission and Me Show podcast. I mean, that's outstanding. That's outstanding. That's outstanding. What's Jack, the, what's Jack, the band there, Jack? What, what band am I thinking of, Jack, that sing the songs for the movie Juno? Oh, you remember oh, those guys? Oh, no, no. Was it one band that did the whole soundtrack? I think it was one band that did a lot of the soundtrack, yeah. and they're Canadian. Was that a Canadian? Did I have to take Just because I look like Michael Cera, I don't know everything <laughs> about Juno. I don't know. What's, what's Ellen Page like? <laughs> <laughs> did you know Alice and Jenny would go on to win an Academy Award or get nominated when you worked with her, or was that a shock? <laughs> anyway, musicians out there, please send, please send in. 10 to 15 second long songs. Doesn't even have to be about the Hamish and Eddie show. Any, anything you've got. We'd love some love songs, <laughs> yeah. some despair songs, whatever you want. <laughs> but uh, we'll try and get that show going for you. And then list your band if it is one. Uh, and um, we can do yeah. some great back and Who did the songs on Superbad, Jack? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> My apologies. Uh, you're not Michael Sarah. Um, yes. Thanks, guys. We're looking forward to it. And I, mm. I've come across something uh, that's fallen on my side of the emails. Uh, the emails do get split 50-50, so we don't, uh, we don't see what the other person's getting. Now, it requ- we, we, are, we do thank people. We've had thousands and thousands of VIP, uh, very valued and important podcaster submissions, yep. and we do thank everyone for, for submitting. And if you just have any questions, just go to hamishnanny.com and hit us up on the contact Contact form, form is still there yeah. for any random musings you might have. This is so it, it's it's getting to the stage now where it's taking a fair bit to make it to the show. Yeah, but there are, and you can't just use the old same old tricks. You can't just be like, guys, I've got a story for you. Like, yep. you know, call me to find out. We're not falling for that anymore. We do fall for that a bit, but in this case, hmm. uh, something struck me here from a young young lady called Kate, and I thought, we've, I mean, it it it, it got me thinking, yep. and I wanted to run an idea past you. Her, she's she's. Written in and she's gone, look, I've got a bit of a special skill. I, I can actually summon ducks. Oh, wow. I have such a hella good duck quack on me that they'll come to me like the magic carpet being summoned by Aladdin. Okay. So which is like, if people haven't seen the documentary Aladdin, it's a cartoon. <laughs> uh, Aladdin, uh, the genie whistles, yep. I believe, and the, the carpet arrives minutes later at the feet 
of the, so that's that's what she's saying. Like I can get ducks to my feet essentially if she's and using the And then does she have to be? I'm, I'm guessing she has to be near ducks. Interesting, you bring that up. Yeah. Asterix note. The ducks must be within a 50-meter radius. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Say, so she's not saying she... she can communicate telepathically with yeah. ducks. She's saying if they hear my quack, mm. she can, I guess, just hit the right tone or the right timber yep. that ducks will go, what's all that about? I must go and talk to the queen of the ducks. Great. Uh, here's, here's, here's what I'm thinking. Yep. We are fond. A couple of weeks ago we had a young man in here trying to fall asleep during the podcast. We've had... Different people come in to show us their their talents, mm. and we there's nothing we love more than hearing from the people, and ideally getting to experience the yeah. experience the thrill of this talent close up. Now, Kate lives in Sydney, mm-hmm. in the outskirts of Sydney. We record the podcast in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. I propose a challenge. Yep, we fly Kate to Melbourne. Yep, for next week's podcast. Yep. We take her to a duck-heavy place. Yes. At the top of my head, maybe Albert Park Lake. Yep. Uh, there may be other parks around Melbourne that are known for their ducks. Mm-hmm. Maybe on the outskirts of Melbourne because the duck is a bit more of a rural animal. Yes. We conduct the duck challenge. <laughs> if the duck comes to within a prescribed... Like maybe we draw, we spray paint like three metres around Kate's yeah, feet. Yeah, great. If she can get a duck in the ring, yep. we'll pay for the trip. One duck? One duck. <laughs> because didn't she, oh, she, she can say, use no bread. Didn't she say she can summon ducks? She needs more than one. <laughs> she joins us on the line. I want to get you to get your tacit approval yeah, of this absolutely. idea. Absolutely, Kate. Um, quack quack and ahoy. <laughs> ahoy. <laughs> Kate. Kate, have you been listening to? I uh, just put a little proposition to Ando. Could you hear that? No, I didn't. <laughs> you haven't heard what's going on. Okay. No, Kate, well, but I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Okay, we are fascinated by the talent that you have <laughs> to summon ducks. Mm. <laughs> How? I, I um, I have to be honest. I was telling my partner about it last night, and I was like, "Oh, I think um, Hamish and Andy are going to talk to me about you know the fact that I can make um, ducks come." And he yeah. meant you need to finish that sentence. <laughs> 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 you, you, you've listed your other skill here, which is that you can summon. <laughs> Now maybe word gets around. <laughs> and they're like, no oh, you should go towards. You should actually. That's Kate. No, let's. It was not a family podcast. <laughs> don't worry. Um, don't let totally, totally kids listen to this podcast. That's fine, Kate. Kate, um, you. Oh. I mean, can we, I actually don't even want to hear the quack. Uh, I want to. I want to hear what from we're... you. Here's what I just mentioned to Ando. I've got the green light here from the joint account to fund this. Hmm. We want to fly you to Melbourne. To take you, we'll put you up, one night accommodation, uh, cheapest, second cheapest flight available, yep. just to oh. show you that we care. Mm-hmm. Not Tiger, no. No. We could be Tiger, could be the second cheapest airfare <laughs> on Tiger. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be a slightly, you know, you might be able to take clothes on. Yeah. Like, like you can wear shoes, which I think the bottom, the bottom fare on Tiger, you're not allowed to wear shoes or clothes and you have ah. to cut your hair to like cut yep. down on weight on the plane. But you will get the second cheapest fare. You can then, you come to Melbourne. Uh, where we record the podcast, mm. we take you to a duck-heavy place, yep. uh, park or something, a wetland. <laughs> yep, we, uh, near we, Melbourne. We take a spray paint, uh, spray paint, water-soluble spray paint, so we can spray paint it on some grass and it won't affect the habitat. We maybe spray paint a ring around you at a three-meter radius. Yep. You then do your trick, <laughs> the sound, the sound. You and if you can get more than one duck in that circle, <laughs> we'll go on hide. Annie and I will wear duck hunting gear <laughs> and, and like, and we'll 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 be camouflaged. Yep. So you're out there by yourself, in your circle. If you can get more than one duck in the circle yep. using just the noise, no bread, no other tricks, uh, we'll pay right. for all of that. Yep. We'll pay for flight. If you can't, <laughs> it's on you. <laughs> wow. I didn't know that. Was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That wasn't discussed. Yeah. I thought we were going to 
Do all this for the experiment and she's up for a coin. Quack for your holiday. (laughs) She's up for a coin, an H&A coin, and she gets it. And we'll just pay. I don't think we need to to risk all this. You need my PayPal account just in case. All right, fine. We'll go with Andy's version, uh, which is if you get two ducks in the... If you get two ducks two. in the circle, you get it. You get an H and A coin. Two if, ducks. If you well, because you, you said ducks, mm. not just a okay. duck. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's on me. Uh, yeah. If you get eight in there, you get an you get a golden coin, an eight coin coin. We'll upgrade your flight back if you get eight in there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Are you interested? I'm in. Yes, I'm in. She's okay, in. Okay, Queen Kate, of the Ducks. Kate, stay on the line. We will get and all the details. And there's a special late podcast. We can do that other trick. <laughs> 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 Thank you very much, Kate. Be listening next week, everybody. That's all we've got time for today, Ham, but be listening next week. But we, we all confidently can turn this around in a week, so this will be on next week's podcast. Yes, it'll be on next week's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, I mean, I'm, I won't do any of the logistics, but, <laughs> no, no, but I, it sounds like I think that I'll be interested to listen to next the week. Promise. <laughs> I'll certainly go out to a wetland next week, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's next week, everyone. We'll see you then. Um, Ham, we just realised that uh, Jack is actually leaving the country. Yeah, we've snuck back in to record an extra bit for the podcast because he's going to London for a week. And we constantly get requests from London for a H&A coin. Uh, I mean, we so far there hasn't been an opportunity to distribute an international H&A coin <laughs> Could this be the first opportunity mm. rewarding an international podcaster who is quick on the uptake? Yeah, but also has time on their hands. Has time on their hands, can get to central London. Mm. We're going to get Jack to take one of the coins with him yep. across to London as a, as a way for the show to interact with a... Hello, London. Jack Post speaking. <laughs> hey, Jack. Sure. Um, Jack, Andy and I are in at the studio just doing extra work. I assume you're on your you, way in? You were quick to get out of here. <laughs> Why'd you hang around? I usually wait for you guys to leave, pretend I'm like still shuffling papers and stuff, then as soon as you leave, I pop out the back door. Yeah, yeah. Andy and I went upstairs and then we were like, oh, yeah, let's actually, let's do that bit. We've got to tell people that Jack's going to London. <laughs> we get back down here, you've gone, just a spinning chair and a Jack-shaped <laughs> hole in the wall. <laughs> but Jack, here's what we want to do. You're off to London, right? Yep. What exact dates will you be in London town? May 8th to May... 12. Okay. What about on and May? And then I'll be, a busy, I'll be busy May 8 and May 11. So let's say I'm free in London, May 9, May 10. Okay. What about May 10 at 10? At 10 a.m. Yes. May 10 at 10, 10. Yes, at 10, 10 a.m. <laughs> near, the the Thames, near the near Thames. Near the Thames. Um, which I is thought big... under Big Ben was quite good. Okay, oh, mate. Yeah. Well, you're not in here to... Uh, it is near the Thames. Big yeah, Ben is all yeah. the Thames. Okay. So... At 10.10, well, actually, no, then let's go yeah. f- for 10 a.m. because we'll hear the gong of Big oh, Ben. <laughs> we want you to take an H&A coin. Yep. Uh, it's yep. not for you. You still don't own one. Mm. Um, but it's for the first person, person the first London it. podcaster to find you under Big Ben. Can you stand under Big Ben? Uh, there's a, not really, well, kind of, but that's, I think that's exciting because that's exciting. it's too easy. You'll so be, maybe, you'll, yeah, that, it's probably good that it's not so obvious. I don't think we'll get a massive crowd, mate. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> a, a red hat? Will you wear, wear a red hat? Wear, wear a red hat. Is that uh, supplied by the station? Uh, yep. You will have to purchase this <laughs> out of your own money. <laughs> <laughs> a red or hat. Or do we make Jack buy a beef eater's hat? No, because that's too obvious. Again, okay, all yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. A red hat... Uh, and, and, at, at and 10 under Big Ben. A discreet woman's high heel. <laughs> <laughs> Just that's fine. And 
the first person to come up up to you after the first gong yep. has sounded and say hello, hello, hello. <laughs> We'll get right, them... so they have they have to time it perfectly after the first call. Yeah. Well, I suppose it might be a while. It could you, be. I mean, you only have to wait till ten ten, and if no people come up to you, you're free to go. Yeah. Wait, is it ten a.m. or ten ten? You're there at ten a.m. <laughs> we want you to record the gongs of Big Ben. I'm just hedging for the fact here you might not have a thousand podcasters <laughs> screaming and tearing at your clothes, yelling "Hello, hello, hello!" No one might show. So, if no one's shown by ten ten, you're free to go. Mm. In that window, the first person to come up and say, hello, 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 uh, will get the H&A coin as a reward for their diligence. And if we get two or three podcasters at once? Ooh, that's tough, isn't it? Take three coins. Take three coins. I think that's good. <laughs> but, but beware, when Customs makes you say, do you have more than $10,000 on you, <laughs> you will be travelling with significantly more than $10,000. Okay. probably have about $35,000 on you. So tell them about the coins, all right? Okay, now, travel safe, Jack. Um, Jack, uh, also, if any of the podcasters there hit you up for £10 mm. and they have their details, well, I'm sorry. Yeah. You'll have to pay that. <laughs> oh, surely they'll be happy with the coin alone. No, but if they've got their bank details on them, yeah, I don't want to hear. Sure if, I'm not, I actually am not sure if my PayPal works overseas. I'm not just making that up. I'm you can sure. do an international money transfer. <laughs> I don't want to hear. I don't want to open up our emails on May 11 and then just get hit by a flood of angry Londoners going, I tried to get £10 out of Jack yeah. and here's a list of excuses he oh, gave so me. So now there is a lot of listeners over there. Okay. We never know. We never know. And, okay. Well, now and, everyone's and if, guaranteed if, ten pounds if they see you. If yeah, people... I don't know. But let's make it like well, it's not ten pounds. Yeah. Ten Australian dollars is like five pounds. And then you five pounds. Yeah, include the fees, maybe two or three pounds. Okay. Let's, let's go with that. That's the best we're going to get him. And um, and for those who <laughs> those who don't want to meet Jack. Yeah. But want to follow him and submit Jack in the Wild. Yeah, we'd love it. We'd love a Jack yeah. signing. What did he get up to after Big Ben? <laughs> <laughs> and there might be a little prize from Uncle Hamish and Annie for the person that can tail him the longest. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Why? What are you going to get up to over there, Jack? Why are you trying to know, shake your tail? <laughs> All right, Posty. See you. Speak to you later. Right, Have a good trip. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.